Good morning. Welcome back to the All You Can Eat podcast. How do I you don't... know it's morning if they're listening? Well, it's, it's morning for me. I can say good morning. Yeah, and you know how it's morning. I know it's morning for you, Alice. This is this is where we're going to start today. Okay. I'm the how ball do you from know you. it's? <laughs> but I didn't ask to be the person this with the ball why, at the beginning of the this show. This is why I don't. First, I asked you if I could say is... Happy Hump Day. Now, I I like you, and sometimes I even love you, and I would consider us in a relationship, mm-hmm. even a, a marriage. You damn right better keep that silent. Because I was able to capture an instance of you slurping your coffee. And this is why I want to, to the uh the entire eastern seaboard of the United States to be nuked. Nobody should ever have to hear anybody ever slurping their coffee. That is Alice Shattuck slurping her coffee a little bit ago. It's a, I why are you laughing? You're not able to speak? Are you going to spit out coffee? Oh, no, she's going to spit out coffee. <laughs> I don't, don't like you dare when you record slurp, me eating without my knowledge. I don't like the, the slurping of coffee around. I have it helps always... when it's really hot. Oh, it helps cool okay, it off but, as it but, enters but sure your mouth. Helps. I'm sure it helps as well, okay. Alice. It, was, it, was, it would help me with my jock itch <laughs> to simply castrate myself as well. That would help. But it's not worth it. This Coffee slurpers and food chewers and people in the sounds of silverware. You uh, know that's like a thing. That's an actual mental illness when you can't handle the sound no, of other people No, it's a mental illness eating. when you need to make an audible slurping sound. <laughs> no, and it's a whole is, thing no, where no. you can't. No, and you and have this. Is, this, this is you definitely truth. have this it. This is the truth. The fact is, if you're at a table and a bunch of people are making slurping sounds and chewing sounds and clinking sounds with their silverware, then it is your right, nay, your, your responsibility to um, roll a grenade into the middle of the table. It absolutely is. There's there's no reason why anybody should be... This is one of the reasons I hate Thanksgiving. This is something I've been... It's t- called miso- misophonia, and it's a, a phenomenon that causes strong emotions and reactions to certain trigger sounds when sounds make you crazy. There is something so disgusting about... Persons with just- misophonia rated the trigger sounds of eating and breathing as highly disturbing. Oh, and this, especially when there's no background noise, you just hear... So I used to uh, believe me. One it's of the an reasons, actual one of the mental I'm, health I'm, problem. Thankfully, you know, I'm not in the uh, a high paid uh, management world anymore. Is working lunches where I wanted to machete everybody in the room. Anyway, Bill, we're gonna and I could hear the plastic of the of the like uh, of the box to lunch open from Panera or whatever. And so breathing, yawning, or chewing can create a fight or flight we response once, that once, triggers anger and a desire to escape. This, we once brought in this radio. Uh-huh. Um, consultant, and we had a working lunch with him. And already, mm-hmm. the fact that it was a radio consultant in the room already made me want to, th- you know, have this guy drop a copy machine on him from uh, eight floors up. And he was so, so about, and he kept eating and grabbing the cookies while he's talking about brand engagement. So we're going to have to make sure that we not only have an an action item, so that call to action for the listener. What you're gonna. And there was nothing. I wanted him so dead. That I, I remember nothing. Usually, just radio consultants itself, or that's enough to bring violence. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was eating and the chewing noises, chewing noises around Thanksgiving, we're gonna, we're all going to uh, sit here because the pilgrims did. And mm, the stuffing's really good. And the, you know, the, the oysters are really good this year. Whatever the oyster sauce, whatever it is. 
It's like, is it these real cranberries? Is this from the can? Oh, yeah, it's got, mm -hmm. still got the shape of the can. Oh, I'm gonna get you white noise headphones. So, so it's so and cognitive behavioral it's therapy so because gross. they've shown some success in improving function for people it's with misophonia. It's so gross. Oh, how <laughs> dare you! How dare you! How dare you! Is, is it makes me feel bad for you actually reading this because it says people with misophonia <laughs> showed greater physiological signs of stress, increased sweat and heart rate to the trigger sounds of eating and breathing than there those is without something, it. You guys know out there that what I mean. You know, she's taking another sip. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll drink it quietly. How dare you! <laughs> How dare you? I can't drink because now I'm Make laughing. Make your slurpy noise. Misophonia. Mm, I really need to get the most out of the sip. I really need to bathe in it, bask in it. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's so wonderful. Oh, I didn't want to start angry, but you made your stupid noise. You let me have coffee. And you had a lip smack at the beginning of it, too. I want to get make sure everybody's in chip shape. Here we go. All right. So I want to go um, right from from my misophonia, but 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 I'm, I didn't invent. You this. have a medical condition. No, you have this. You no, and they your do. People. It's only some people because so what they've done is they've studied it, and certain sounds bother everybody, like babies crying or what are the other ones? People screaming. Well, and certain sounds like don't really Alice, bother anybody at all. Somebody who's bothered by the sound of a baby crying is called a human being who's yeah, normal. That's, yeah, no, that's normal. But the sound of breathing or eating doesn't bother everybody. That's only some no, people. That, that's people with standards. <laughs> okay, and the rest well, of you who's and whoville sit around. <laughs> in some cultures, <laughs> slurping is considered polite because it shows appreciation. Okay, for those the cultures food. should be nuked. All right. <laughs> I'm going to lighten the mood since you brought us down to a dark place. <laughs> I haven't place. brought anybody down. I'm having a great morning. It's a happy day. Dateline AP News. Okay. This is a, a contemporary article just off, hot off the presses from February 6th. Valentine's Day is a perfect excuse to make fudgy brownies. Now... I'm thinking about this because I think, you know, there are foods that, and I know this as a virulent man who's very, very virulent and a very manly and mm -hmm. who's, who is a, a romantic god, I think it's fair to say. Correct? True. So true. Thank you. Thank you very much. As a matter of fact, Alice was just thinking about me shirtless a moment ago. See, you see? My goodness. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about the, the, the what, what caught my eyes is that there are foods indeed that are romantic foods. And I don't mean romantic in the sense that they're, you know, that, I, that I have saffron rice and medallions of uh, goat medallions, whatever, lamb medallions. And, and, um, and I finish it off with a blowtorch like some a-hole uh, mm -hmm. chef. I mean, there are foods that are, are sec not sec, well aphrodisiacs actually I'll, I'll say this there are foods that that you can make for women that are so um pleasant so um pleasurable that mm -hmm. it is almost like a foreplay yeah well i do think food is for sure one of your love languages well like you like to make food that's like loving to you i do i like do you like to make me eat things in front of you 
Well, hold on, Mel. <laughs> what am I doing while you're doing that? Exactly what are you suggesting? I don't know, but you like no. loading up big plates of food at me. Well, That's hold like on. Something there's, that makes you happy. Going on. There's a few things. It's something that makes me happy. I put a lot of there's there's some food food I'm good at. So I'm good at a lot of pasta dishes that I know that are garlicky, buttery, salty, mm -hmm. and just gorgeous. And I know I can see that you're and I can hear that you're <laughs> having pleasure. And so and I actually had a, a woman say to me like 25 years ago that it's the way to a woman's heart is is by feeding her. And I made like linguine uh, fettuccine alfredo or something, which mm -hmm. you, which is you can't you can't miss. Of course, it's got all the the great yeah. stuff in the world, and so from it's a building block to pleasure. And you know, women being my feeling is is that women being a woman, as far as I can see, it's a lot of work. And though at the end the man is presented with this pretty flower, there's a lot of like scraping, pruning, <laughs> cutting, and horrific like stuff. There's a lot of it's a it's a blue collar job being a woman. Just 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 all this crap you guys do that until you're like married or live with a woman for a while, you don't really notice just all of. No, I know. You think all women come out of the ocean on a seashell looking e perfect. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, so I think that that's a, that's a thing is that if you can give, give women or you're the person you love, the woman you love a reprieve with some pleasure with food, that that is a good thing. And I think that literally these brownies, a thick fudge brownie is one of the ways you do it. It's got to be something that... Yeah, and a brownie is kind of a special food because... And I've been intrigued by brownies for a while because they're sort of... <clears throat> we have a kid with allergies, and for a while he was allergic to eggs, which he's thankfully grown out of that particular one. But <clears throat> brownies are something that it's, like, really difficult to make without eggs. Oh, Yeah. Really difficult, much more so than like cake or a cookie, which there's plenty of like vegan recipes for and yeah. stuff. But brownies, just something about the chemical composition of a brownie, it's like very, very difficult to get it right with substitutions because it's really not like a cake texture and not like a cookie texture. It's its completely own thing. I also love, love, love. And one of my most favorite things, my mom was a big like Christmas cookie maker, which is a tendency that I've inherited, although less so now that I'm working full time, but mm -hmm. um, would make a bajillion kinds of Christmas cookies and desserts and treats that would be around our house in the Christmas season in tins all the time. And one of my favorites was um, brownies with nuts and like big dried cherries in them. Okay. I mean, I'd lose a cherry for a chocolate oh, chip. Oh, no. Obviously. Cherry. Oh. Cherry. Well, but you, you love know cherry, but I love like cherry Garcia well, ice cream hold too. On. Cherries are you big for me. I, I think they're a very romantic. This is about food. you. If it works for you, mm -hmm. so that brings you to that that pleasure plateau. That I think cherries are a very uh, sensual food. Interesting. I do. Why? I don't know. I just do. Is it They're because, just good. Does it have to do with it, with how you eat them at all? Oh, no, I guess not because in a brownie, it's not on the stem. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think they are on the stem also very central. I mean, have you, you've seen the Witches of Eastwick, right? Yeah. So that obviously features heavily in that. I forgot. Do they do a lot of cherry eating in that? Yeah, and there's like a whole pool seat, but then they're like spitting out the cherry pits and the, then it like curses. It's complicated. It's also gross, but it's, that's a great movie. So what else is there? What else is is to you food that's sensual? 
Well, I think chocolate is kind of a universal one too, right? right? Like the brownie. I think obviously, like you were saying, like rich, creamy, like pasta type of foods. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a perfectly cooked marbled steak? Something that a perfect, perfect bone-in ribeye steak. To me, that's not like that. To me, that's huh. just food. I mean, it's good food, but it's not like. But <clears throat> just thinking about it too, I think. Um, and I guess this is more like I should probably talk to my therapist about this because this is more like a childhood comfort thing. But like we, there's been a lot of discourse around this podcast and social media and in other places about milk. But I love warm milk. Like I love like a big mug of so, heated but, up milk. So let's before so, uh, bedtime. So, so, it's like so comforting. and But good. I think we're moving away then from sensual because that is okay. and I think you're right. That is childhood comfort. Simple comfort. And I think everybody's got that in some way or another. Everybody's mm-hmm. got their thing that brings them back. And to you, you want to be curled up on a couch with a bowl of candy. <laughs> it can be the suckiest candy in the world. You don't care. You love it all. You love gummy f- fish, gummy worms, gummy bears, Swedish fish. Yeah, a kid was you just like in here Smarties. asking what happened to their like gummy lifesavers like men- from yesterday. And you I like ate ribbon them. candy, you like st- the stupid frozen fruit. I don't know fruit, that I fruit. like ribbon I mean, candy. Uh, the c- candied fruit stuff. You do not discriminate. You <laughs> want to go to a happy, sugary place, and and you curled up on a couch is exactly where you want to be. But I think that's a, a childhood thing. So we'll we'll move on from the food foreplay uh, stuff. Is there another food foreplay thing in there that, no, that people should although, know? As a woman, maybe a single man might want to know. I mean, I know. hear people a lot of times say oysters are like an aphrodisiac food. Yeah, I hear that too. And I think only because... I mean, do they have some chemical compound that's supposed to make you like? Maybe they do. Is that a I, thing? I, but I don't, I don't know. I, I know be... on an early date. Yeah, but you don't like had, oysters. Yeah, I don't like raw bar type of things. They gross me out. Right. Because and... I'm a texture person and they creep me out. I don't know. And, um, yeah. So on an early date, we had and I like had to pretend that I wanted to eat an oyster, then yes, choked one uh, down, and I think yeah. I did a bad job pretending that I enjoyed any of that experience, but. Right. Okay. And so for as a guy, I don't think there's a food that I find to be essential turn on because of it. So, well, actually, that's not true. I'm I'm I watch You're food porn more than ever. Well, yeah. but that's when I was more deprived. Um I mean, I look at pasta because I can't have I'm not eating it anymore and I look at it on Instagram for a long time. And I and I am lusting after it, but I don't I do not want to actually fornicate with the pasta. I am just I am lusting after it in my heart because it, there's a pleasure that I used to have there that it's that is gone. I will say, but then I, do you like turn off the phone where you're looking at the pasta on Instagram and like want to make love? I don't know. I, I don't think because I don't you have like so. a built up desire that you need to satisfy. I now? don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so because you could never satisfy me like pasta can. I don't think. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no, I, I don't think that quite transfers that way. That said, I will say that there are things that you do that are a turn on that have to do with food. Mm-hmm. So, like your willingness and ability and and resolve to make deviled eggs is like such a win. It's such a win. It's like it's one of those things where, like Alice's, uh, like I, I think you're beautiful. You have nice full lips and and uh, you're, you're lovely, and you make eggs, uh, egg, uh, deviled eggs. It's like right mm-hmm. there. It's right. Yeah. It's right next to all hard boiled egg foods. 
pretty much are good. Like egg salad. Yeah, I know, but not every it's a real pain in the ass. So not a, not everybody makes those, but but you do. And so like that's a that's a that's a great thing. In my relationship with you, I put that mm-hmm. that goes up with the like reasons we should always be married. It's like that's a good one. For some reason she comes with this ready and willingness readiness and willingness to always make deviled eggs, which I love, which is very good. So so, so that's not quite the food foreplay, but it's something close. So now let's move to, and we've got a problem here because we've got listeners who are having affliction, a <laughs> no. a child-like uh, affliction, uh, with which is an addiction to milk, which, of course, no adult man should ever drink, obviously. any, any Milk's ma- really good, though. It's really good if you're dipping cookies in something. Other than that, why are you drinking cow juice as a, <laughs> as a man? It's a, well, it's full of delicious fat and protein, and it's creamy and good. But you're not and... a man. Why are men doing it? You're a woman. You need things. Men guys... also have taste buds, though. It makes you feel full. It's really good. It does, but it also doesn't. It, it doesn't bother your stomach at all. No, you probably have an allergy to milk. I also just think that it's 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 really it's really a, a, the province of kids. Because now you take daily eyes out because your lips were swelling up. Yeah, wasn't that weird? When you were eating certain things, usually containing milk or some kind of whey protein in like a protein bar or whatever. So and I've so said I've said enough. I think you're just allergic to it, and because you're you, you project your problems with milk onto everybody else you're like this bothers me it makes me feel weird so why doesn't everybody else feel the same way i do about it it's possible there's some of that working behind the scenes but mostly i just <laughs> think that that men shouldn't grown men shouldn't be drinking milk i just think it's an odd thing um do you want to give more of a defensive milk or should we move to mayo milk is great and i also want to add um that milk is really good warmed up as well because it kind of caramelizes the sugars in the Just milk. And like... 1977, my mother's kitchen. <laughs> no, warm this milk is, you is being great. A, this is you being a, a child. No, warm milk is delicious. And <laughs> warm milk is delicious. And everyone should always have. It's like, it's like the adult version of drinking hot chocolate or something. Oh, it's, you know, it's 1956 delicious. I think people should stay with Warm milk is great, and I love it. it. With the film on top? You drink it before it grows the film. Oh, God. Okay, um, mayo? I'm just, I appreciate mayo. Like, I eat mayo in stuff, but I'm not that big a mayo person, to be honest with you. And that is... That just shows, and when you like, work, I make mayo-based work... sauces. I make lots of mayo salads. Like, I love tuna salad. I love egg salad. We had Russian salad at church this week, oh. which you hadn't had. I don't know. Is that just a Slavic thing that people eat? That I, I, I never had it before. Russian a... salad has always been in my life, and I like didn't know it wasn't a thing that you didn't have. We had it at the Serbian Orthodox Church. And it's like it, little it's the... chopped veg. It's like it's like egg salad, but with more stuff. Yeah, different... like little chopped up onions. Let me and just say peas something. And... We need to cook. Make that here. And that's the best cold salad that I've ever had in my life, ever. And I can't believe I should have whacked. I didn't off. know that you didn't have that. Ne- I never heard of it. It's so good. Just imagine, guys. Imagine egg salad, and ham salad, along with like a little diced veggies. onions. Yeah. And little, it's so good. It's so extreme. Oh, 
I absolutely loved it. Russian salad. I'm going to make it this weekend. I've seen it online. And it looks a little bit chunkier online than it was in the church. Yeah, this I was want, a particularly finely chopped up one. I want that finely chopped up one. The consistency mm-hmm. was so good. It's so delicious. It needed nothing. Oh, it's so delicious. And so as far as mayo goes... And the church picnic is this week, by the way. Oh, good. Where they're going to be grilling and everything, all their Serbian meats outside and stuff. It's going to be 80. Oh, really? Oh, good. Yeah. So it'll be a fun food weekend um, with that. So, as far as mayo goes, this is my feeling on mayo. Obviously, and we've talked about this on the Burn Barrel podcast uh, already, and so I don't want to belabor this too much. But my feeling is that the only mayo there is is Hellman's mayo. Uh, Mm -hmm. There is this mayo down south that people talk about uh, as well um, that I've never had. So, this has, again, been a topic in voicemail messages to us and on social media and things where – so – one of our listeners called into our political show to talk about mayonnaise and said essentially this, all the Miracle Whip things and stuff are terrible and Hellman's is the only mayonnaise. And um, we've also had on social media some commentary on this as well about um, <clears throat> about the different, you know, types of mayo. And, uh, you know, one listener on Twitter said, this has long been my crusade. I have endured lifelong trauma from food polluted by Miracle Whip and something Keynes illegally refers Correct. to as mayonnaise. Correct. Well said. So, um, yeah, <laughs> so, the mayo feelings are strong. I like I say, like, I like mayo in a lot of stuff, but I'm not a big like just add mayo to other foods like i don't i'm not a i don't put a big dollop of it on there like i would with sour cream or other things i'm a big adder of cheese uh, okay so with, with with mayo here's my feeling mm-hmm. is that you if you don't love mayo then your palate has not um developed to its fruition i like mayo in be. stuff i just no, don't like you do should, it you should love it it should be around for just about everything and i don't just, just like about, add a big scoop on them. the only thing that mayo doesn't need to be around is chinese food doesn't need to be certainly if you're dealing with chicken fingers etc it can be used so now i'm gonna do so i have just, a question yeah and this sort of i mean maybe you're not ready to move to a different topic but this sort of transitions us to another topic the thing i don't see you doing a lot with mayo that i know a lot of other people do is like cooking with mayo like a lot of people will toast grilled cheese with mayo yeah. or like cook things in mayo i don't see skeeves you me. i don't see you heating mayo very much no skeeves me i've been told by our friend sap john sapachetti who used to run a diner said you got that's the way to make grilled cheese is just slide other one side with mayo i want mayo to stay its white fluffy form i don't want it going into another. you don't want anything I, i'm not doing a chemistry uh, project <laughs> with mayo yeah no but i do want to say before we close out on mayo that mm-hmm. uh you hear a lot about duke's mayo in the south okay and i have never had it and i'll be reaching out to duke's mayo from the all you can eat podcast to see exactly how that is because i i don't know i've just simply not had it um uh, as yet um so but talking grilled cheeses mm-hmm. so because you did send this uh an article about people putting kimchi in grilled cheese yep so so kimchi if you haven't had it it's it's like korean sauerkraut right korean sauerkraut but it's much more spicy it uh it uh i don't know how to say it it sounds like some, it smells like somebody has defecated in the area generally as a matter of fact it, it does it does well, it's fermented, right? That's it's all. fermented, yes. In in Korea, I think it's put in the ground. Um, but it is 
absolutely delicious. It is wonderful. I, I, I say that because we actually had a uh, somebody in a hotel I worked at in 1995. Uh, somebody, uh, it broke in somebody's suitcase. And <laughs> somebody said, um, we've got a problem here. I think there's like something. I think somebody had an accident in their suitcase. About I said, no, that's kimchi. Yeah, definitely. I smell a difference. Um, it's a weird day. But so, but. So, but my brother introduced me to the idea that you can actually fry kimchi, and it and it takes on a total different form. It mm -hmm. totally transforms into something delicious. So there is this idea, this article I'm on putting kimchi in grilled cheese. It's it's a brilliant idea. I have not done it myself, but kimchi should be considered something that can be fried up and used as a game changer. It is delicious, and we should do it. And actually, I it, like the idea, and I think that. To go back to sort of the concept of what we're talking about with the adding acids to things and stuff, mm -hmm. I do think having that really acidy flavor of something like pickled or fermented in things is so good. I put that, which is why I, by the way, put and you yell at me pickles, uh, you know, I put relish in my tuna salad and stuff. Like, I think that kind of pickly, salty, acidy flavor is so good in so many things that it like provides balance especially if it's something really greasy and rich like a grilled cheese that that is great in there and i feel like it should always be in there um totally like those types of flavors i do have a philosophical question for you on the grilled cheese front because this is the type of thing that i like lie awake thinking about mm -hmm. um which is people are big on adding things to grilled cheese like you hear people add tomato a lot or bacon yeah. or different things to grilled cheese but there's also just like sandwiches with melted cheese on them. So how, like, where do you cross the line? When does it cease to become a grilled cheese and become like a tuna melt is obviously a tuna melt. And like you can melt cheese on lots of types of sandwiches and they're a sandwich with melted cheese on it. It's not, it's no longer a grilled cheese. So when does, how much can you add to your grilled cheese before you just have a sandwich that you've put cheese on? I think that with a tuna melt, there's so the the amount of tuna is one it takes up one hundred percent of the square footage of the bread, as does the cheese often. Um, so right there, you've 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 so crossed the line into sandwich territory, into it, melt. Yes, into melt territory. I think that's mm -hmm. that's what it is. I think with a grilled cheese that has bacon, still there's more surface area taken up by cheese than bacon generally. And the same thing goes. What with... if you add do like BLT? What if you add like bacon, lettuce, tomato in your grilled cheese? You're so you're gonna grill lettuce? You'd be an a hole. I mean, certainly for the ages. People put tomato in though. Yeah, tomatoes a different a different animal. Tomatoes also taking the place of something that is a, is a necessity for eating mm -hmm. grilled cheese. Tomatoes taking the place of ketchup. That's which true. You'd pour on which top like of... the classic combo of the cheese and the tomato is a winner, the... an yeah. absolute winner. So for a while, Friendly's uh, did a whole series of melt sandwiches, including uh, you can live like off of those babies. including like buffalo chicken wings inside a melt sandwich. Uh, you can't lose. You can't lose. Yeah, that's, I it's, mean, that's a, it's a finished friend. Yeah, all all that stuff. Although it's kind of drunk food, is <laughs> I mean, all that stuff is good. Reuben's, uh, you know, corned beef it, melted. It's uh, you know, but those are melt sandwiches, correct? Those are melt sandwiches, exactly. So do you think just the fact that it's a protein, like a meat that you're in, is now in the sandwich, makes it more of a melt sandwich? Almost always, yes. I think that's safe to say. I think that's safe to say. I'd also say that 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 the 
the, the thing that I've found is that almost as important mm-hmm. as melting everything. So, you know, putting a, putting a, like a, a, a pot cover or whatever on something so that the cheese inside is getting melted is buttering the holy hell out of the frying pan. I mean, mm-hmm. it should be so much saturated. The, well, the that's bread like should what be, people do with be, the mayo. The bread should look like two slabs of gold. Mm-hmm. It, but 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 don't do it with the mayo. We've got butter here. We've got the real uncut stuff. So that the mayo is huevo, right? And canola oil, but yeah. Right. So no, butter is the way to go. A grilled cheese should be so saturated with, with butter that it should weigh about six pounds when you're when you're done with it. Thoroughly melted, and that's why I I get impatient with you when I make you grilled cheese and you're doing something else. It's like every second counts. Every second counts when I when that when, <laughs> while that's melted. You, you gotta are get such it. a food bully. It's, uh, it's necessary so because you won't allow your palate to be satisfied unless I mm-hmm. force it upon you. So that's why we have a lot of non-consensual eating, you know, because <laughs> you don't know, and you. I need to make sure you have. You also hover around me when I'm cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, and bully me. Well, some things you don't know how to do. Some things you you know how to do much better than me. I mean, I think it's about fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Some things you don't know how to do. Like you don't. So when you cook pasta, you're like, eh. <laughs> you know, what it doesn't do you matter. You know, if it says you know eight to ten minutes, if it goes, oh, I don't if do it goes a timer. Fifteen minutes, eh, whatever. <laughs> I don't use a timer. Right, but but that I is, taste the that pasta is an, and see when it's at a that is toothiness a, that I enjoy. No, 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 that's an abomination. The fact that you could care less. You, you need <laughs> I to don't be, care, not care. I like pasta as much as the next person. Dayline but. Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, purveyor of ice cream and breaker of hearts, Dairy Queen has announced that it will discontinue cherry dipped soft serve ice cream. Love so, cherries. I know you've said that. I don't think a real cherry probably has mostly been near the cherry dipped cone. Can I ask you something? Yes. And this is just thinking of you eating a cherry dipped ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Our friend Jacqueline. Yes. Once said. I'm thinking of you eating a cherry dipped ice cream cone in because I'm immature, of course it's a sexual thing. So <laughs> our friend Jacqueline said that when she and her friends used to go to Fenway Park, yeah. that they would eat when they would eat hot dogs, they would do it in a somewhat sexual way. Is that and when she said it, there was another woman in the room we were on the air at the time mm-hmm. in the room who was dumbfounded and i can't believe that 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 could possibly be a thing that women do do women actually try to give a flash a brochure preview of does that actually i mean i don't think they're giving the hot dog right Right, uh, right, you know, yeah, yeah. on in Fenway Park. I, but is there? But I think that I think women are aware oh. when they put foods in their mouths that are a certain shape that men notice it. Let's put it that way. And women might play it up, maybe a little, depending. Holy hell, we have made progress here. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else along those lines that we should know that men should know? This has been very important, Alice. I don't, I think, 
there are a lot of things men should know. I don't I don't think we can cover that all in one podcast. Because I don't think men do anything. Well, actually, maybe. Mostly so, men aren't mostly. very sexy. So it's, yeah. okay, it's okay, especially that when eating. Hey, ladies, but, if, if you have anything to say. But on men that, find almost everything women do sexy. So Well, right. But but then but the fact is that you're in on it and that you're sometimes using... yes women are aware that men find things they do attractive and so they're playing it up. Yeah, I would say so. What's the most What's the most glaring example? Do you think? I don't know. Okay, this, had, <laughs> this wasn't this had, on this wasn't on my punch list of topics. I had to, end, had to end at some point, but I had, I owe it to every guy listening to to drill down on this as much as possible. So I'll try and think of some examples for the next episode. Okay. Yes, and and um. You ladies listening as well, if this is a thing, this is crucial that we know that this is this is this is a whole new universe that needs to be explored. If this is a thing that I've been missing, because I think I've missed a lot in my life, just for my next generation, it's too late for me. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Let's see. Where are we here? Uh, all right, Alice. Foods that always taste better at restaurants. This is inspired by. Do you want to? You can lead. Do you want to drive? Um, I feel like since I was mad at your slurping, I've taken over. <laughs> it's okay. Um, well, for me, the biggest example of foods that always taste better, and maybe this is stretching the topic a little bit um, to not necessarily restaurants, but like made by a professional food establishment. And this is the biggest example for me, certainly, is that um, I don't do cold cut sandwiches made at home. I just don't. Um, and this is something you've known about me because yeah. I love like Italian subs. I love like roast beef sandwiches and everything and like restaurant sandwiches. And I just like it is not the same for me to have like a bunch of stupid flat turkey slices <laughs> in stupid bread at home with mayo slathered on it. I find that gross and I don't enjoy it. Yeah, Well, that's the point is that you find it gross is the point because I mean, most people would still like it, but just say, OK, it's better out at a sub shop. Now, for me, I feel that the things that I've found historically that have always been better at restaurants, tomato juice always tastes better at restaurants than it does at home from the can or from the jar or from the whatever, always. Um, if salad bars are still a thing, historically, always the cottage cheese at a salad bar is much better, much better than it ever is at, at my house, maybe because it's been sitting out for three, day, three days, I'm not sure. And... Um, <laughs> And also, I, I would never, like, stuff that I would never just eat, I guess I shouldn't say. It's well, a different and topic. Anything, it's a, a different topic. anything that requires a deep fryer, obviously. Right, because is... we can't really do that. And I'll, I'll put along those lines, I would also say, um, I would also say, like, a raw bar stuff. I'm not chucking my own oysters ever. Ever. I, I barely trust myself to cook fish, but that's a different right. category, kind of. Right. But yeah, I mean, part of that is just, like, restaurant equipment type of stuff right too like having a good sandwich grill or a giant pizza oven or whatever can like make a really big difference in the speed and quality of food you can churn out but um yeah for me it's like that's the cold cut sandwiches is a big one because i love cold cuts when it's like done by a pro but i don't yeah there is a difference there's no doubt there's a difference it can't be replicated at home it can't be the, the, you gotta leave it to the pros 
So we didn't get to our topic of uh, foods that are better in concept than execution. In, and I think we should talk about that next time. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a worthy topic to take some time on because I think there is some important stuff to unpack there, as they say. Completely agree. Completely, completely agree. Uh, all right. Well, that just about does it for us. Thanks, as usual, so much. We'll see you soon. Mother